You're listening a Marcus Sahaba online radio podcast. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim was salatu was salam wa ala ashrafil anbiya wal mursalin sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome to Fiqh according to the four schools of thought with Mufti Abdul Qadir Husayn and myself Imran Ismail. Alhamdulillah last week we've discussed uh, Umrah and the process of how you should do the Umrah in a proper manner and today alhamdulillah we're discussing a very exciting topic and it's called Medina Munawwara and making salam to Muhammad sallallahu different places to see there in terms of ziyarat and the like. I'd love to welcome Mufisab to the program. Assalamu alaikum Mufisab. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Jazakallah khairan hafiz imran. Barakallahu fikum. Remember this program is a podcast on our website. And Mufisab, let's start off from the very uh, top of the topic. Can Mufisab maybe just, uh, explain to us the virtues of reading salah in Majlul Nabawi? بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد all praise is due to Almighty Allah the sustainer nourisher and cherisher of this universe peace blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam when we study and analyze the most important masajid in the world, we will find it was built by Anbiya, Prophets and Messengers, alayhi salam. So we take the Baytullah, Kaaba Musharrafah, built by Nabi Ibrahim, Nabi Ismail, alayhi salatu salam. We take, for example, Masjid Al-Aqsa, Nabi Sulaiman, alayhi salatu salam. And here, Al-Masjid Al-Nabawi, we find the Nabi, the most beloved, the greatest and mightiest and most precious to all, Mighty Allah, in the entire creation Mustafa Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam with his own mubarak blessed hands was part with the sahaba of constructing and building this masjid the last 10 years of Nabi alayhi salam in Medina Munawwara so Nabi sallallahu performed most of the salat there and from the virtue point of view the authentic hadith Bukhari and others so tell us that you get the reward of 1000 salat there and if you look at the weaker hadith then he speaks of 50,000 reward you get there. So great, great reward for people who read Salat in Al-Masjid Al-Nabawi. And obviously, this is the second greatest masjid in the history of Islam. The first one being Al-Masjid Al-Haram in Makkah Mukarramah. Second being Al-Masjid Al-Nabawi. And the third one being Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa. So on this, there's unanimity and consensus among the jurists and scholars of Islam. Mm-hmm. Now, Muftizab, staying with Salah in Majr al-Nabawi, is it compulsory to read 40 Salah? To read 40 Salat when a person goes to Medina Munawwara before Umrah or after Umrah, before Hajj or after Hajj, or any other time, sometime today with the planes and all this easy mode of transport you got, maybe you are just passing Medina, you did not even touch Makkah, it can happen like that also. So, you know, sometimes with the plane and transfers and so forth. So it is not compulsory to read 40 Salat in Majid nabawi but it is recommended the Hadith is, you know, mentioned on the authority of Anas radiallahu an, the Khadim Khas, the special attendant of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and it is mentioned in Mustafa Ahmad that whosoever reads 40 salat and lot of Futu salat, that he doesn't miss any salat and so forth. So 40 consecutive first salat in Masjid Nabawi, so you're reading behind the Imam without missing any one rakat as well. 
Then the hadith will say that the person bara'atum min al-nar, that a person is free from the fire, and najatum min al-adab, and that person there is given salvation from punishment, wa bari'a min al-nifaq, and that person is free from hypocrisy. So they are great virtue, but we must be honest, it is an academic discussion. The hadith is weak, it's not the authentic hadith, a weak hadith, but in fadail and virtue, we do accept the weak hadith, so therefore we have no problem. We will say whether people are going for Umrah or for Hajj, that it is recommended, desirable, that they stay for eight full days, then they can perform their 40 Salat. But obviously, sometimes you cannot do so. People stay three days, two days, five days, six days. So there's no sin upon you, and don't feel that your Umrah or your Hajj has any deficiency. There's nothing like that. Now let's track back a little bit. How should one enter Masjid Nabawi? The first time now we are coming towards Medina Munawwara, we just landed at Medina Airport, for example, or you are coming from Jeddah towards Medina Munawwara, or from Makkah Mukarramah to Medina Munawwara. The nearer we come from a distance, you will be able to see the ten minarets there now. So from a distance, oh, our heart should be palpitating and our durood and salawat should increase. Mustafa, Nabi Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the nearer Nabi sallallahu came to Medina Munawwara, then the faster is to make the mode of transport go, so the camel or whatever you, so it shows we should increase the tempo. Allahumma swalli ala Muhammad, Allahumma swalli so try and increase then we are settled down everything in our hotels so you take a bath put on your nice Islamic clothes the men put abundant itar and the women wear your proper hijab niqab everything dress modestly know all this perfume and makeup and so forth now you walk in towards the masjid it is mustahab desirable give some charity before we even enter the masjid, you're going to speak to Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa so give some charity. We enter with our right foot in any door, and then you say, Bismillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah, before entering, Rabbi gfilli dhunubi, Allah maftahli abwaaba rahmatik, so you will make dua, and make intention of nafil etikaf, many a time people forget that, then when you enter, night is 8, 9, 10 o'clock in the morning, or it is in the afternoon after Zohar, or it is at night after Maghrib, after Isha, the Haram Sharif, Madinah Munawwara, Masjid Nabawi is open 24 hours. So you will read two rakat, Tahiyatul Masjid. You read any surahs, but better read to read Kulyar Kafirun, Kulwallah, after Surah Fatiha, obviously. And then after the Salam, make Sazda. Sazda to Shukr, thanking Almighty Allah, Ya Allah, you brought me to Medina Munawwara remember according to Hanafis this Salat will not be able to read after Fajr Salat till sunrise you have to wait 15 minutes after sunrise and between Asr and Maghrib you cannot read other times you can read so it shows that you know that you should read the Salat and then you proceed to the front remember for the men all the time you can go in front daytime night time and you stand with your back facing the Qibla and you stand in front of the Master Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Oh brothers, sisters who are proceeding for Umrah very soon from all parts of the world. 
Then try and by heart and memorize these few sentences. As-salatu was-salamu alayka ya Rasulallah. As-salatu was-salamu alayka ya Habiballah. As-salatu was-salamu alayka ya Ahmad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As-salatu was-salamu alayka ya Abul Qasim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As-salatu was-salamu alayka ya Muzammil. As-salatu was-salamu alayka ya Ayyuhal Muddathir. So words like that you use. And remember say both. Then with your hands on the side, you say, Ya Rasulullah, my father Ismail Hussein gave salams to you. My son or my brother Ahmed Hussein gave salam to you. So words like that you will then say. And thereafter, you say, Ya Allah, Allah marzukna. Ya Allah, you grant us shafaat and Nabi al-Mustafa sallallahu sallam. Let Nabi Muhammad sallallahu sallam intercede for me, my wife, my children, my parents, my brothers, my sisters, my ustad. Whoever's name you remember, you take it. So these are the three main things. Offering salat and salam, conveying the salams of other people. And third one is asking Almighty Allah, or you can and ask Nabi alayhi salam directly also both is permissible that intercede for me my parents and so forth and children so all that is permissible then you move towards Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anh and say As-salamu alayka ya Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anh As-salamu alayka ya Khalifata Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi sallam Jazallahu anna Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anh khair al-jaza Ya Allah, you reward Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq the greatest reward Samalali by Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi sallam when we ending you say Jazallahu anna Nabiyyana Muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ma'u ahlu Ya Allah you reward Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam the best of reward for what Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam deserves we cannot reward Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Allah you reward on our behalf then you move to you'll see the next circle and the board also is there on top and then you come to Sayyidina Umar Farooq you say As-salamu alayka ya Amir al-Mu'mineen Umar ibn al-Khattab radiyallahu an As-salamu alayka ya Aba Hafsa radiyallahu an Hafsa also you can say radiyallahu an and then you say Jazallahu anna Khalifa you say Jazallahu anna Sayyidina Umar ibn, Umar ibn al-Khattab radiyallahu an khair al-jaza so in the ending you will say Jazallahu Allahu anna Amir al-Mu'minin you can aid if you want Umar ibn al-Khattab radiyallahu an khair al-jaza grant Sayyidina Umar radiyallahu an the greatest reward remember the crowd is big sometimes and they have their police and so forth so sometimes they don't allow you to stand for long long time so just short short and you read inshallah and the most important thing is to show the love the respect and not we go there with our cell phones ringing musical tones all that are absolutely haram and then we are desecrating the sanctity of the masjid. When we read Salat and Salam to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and Salam upon Sayyidina Abu Bakr radiallahu and Sayyidina Umar radiallahu then we turn towards the Qibla and we pour our heart out and beg all Allah Jalla for acceptance for death in Medina Munawwara and death on Iman wherever we are and whatever other duas we want to ask. So that's how we should be entering the masjid and offering the Salat and Salam upon Nabiul Mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Shukran Mustafa. Mustafa, now let's speak a little bit about the pillars in Masjid Nabawi. Can you explain the pillars to us? 
They are, first of all, before we speak of the pillars, we should know the authentic hadith of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, The portion between my house, that is where Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam now is buried, that green fence. That green fence came about from the Ottoman Empire. From there till the pulpit, so that area there, you will see the musalla, the colors are different. You will see the pillars are also colored, the, the paint there is different. So that portion there is Rodatum Miriyadil Jannah, one of the gardens of Jannah. So this is authentic hadith of Musbukhari and so forth. So it shows that that is where we should try and read Salat. And there Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is to lead the prayer, the Jamaat Salat as well, where the Imam stands now. That is the southern direction, remember, towards the Qibla. That is known as Mihrabi Uthmani. Sayyidina Usman radiallahu ta'ala who extended the masjid. And from Sayyidina Usman's time till today, subhanallah, we find that 1400 years, mashallah, plus minus, have passed. And remember that that is the Mihrab, and that is where the Imam stands. So we see that now. This portion here, which we call between the pulpit and Nabi Sallallahu house Mubarak, so is one of the gardens. So against the fence, you will find three pillars. You will find Ustuwana Hars, where Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam appointed a guard. Sometimes in Ali radiallahu an, sometimes in Bilal radiallahu an. So it's written there as well. So if you get chance, you read two rakat salat there, make dua. Then you will find another pillar, Ustuwana Wufud, where Nabi would receive delegations, local delegations, for example, from Jaziratul Arab, the Arab Peninsula, or foreign delegations from other countries, from Yemen, Syria, Palestine, wherever Jordan. And then the next one, Ustuwana Sarir, where Nabi used to perform the Etikaf. So it shows that those three are in a line, Ustuwana Sarir, then Ustuwana Harz, then Ustuwana Wufud. In the middle about approximately, you will find Ustuwana Aisha. Our mother Siddiqa Sayyidah Aisha says there's a place. If the people knew the worth of it, they would have cast raffles there and duas are accepted there. Subhanallah. So remember that if you get a chance to read Salat there in that vicinity, we are in Jannat basically. So beg Almighty Allah to grant us Jannatul Firdaus. Then Ustuwana Abi Lubaba, Ustuwana Abi Lubaba, the fifth pillar. So that is the pillar where Abu Lubaba fastened himself. He's written there in the Tawbah that he divulged a secret to the enemy. And then approximately seven days, the ulama have written that he fastened himself there. And then the ayat came down that his Tawbah is accepted. What a great occasion. So if we can read Salatul Tawbah. But normally the crowd is big. So anywhere we get placed there, consider that as a great bounty and favor of Almighty Allah. And in Sazda make abundant dua. All the Rabbanas you know, Rabbana Atina fid dunya hasana, Rabbana Dalamna Fusana, Rabbana La Tuzikulubana, Rabbana Hablana min Azwajina. So all these duas that one knows by heart, try and read them in Sazda. Well, let's speak about uh, Baki, the cemetery. When should one visit Baki? 
Normally, Baki, the best time to visit is after Fajr because otherwise it's very hot and so forth and sometimes it's closed also. So after Salat, normally you will find a janaza, so you walk with them. But the best day to visit without a shadow of doubt will be Friday and normally we take the people after Fajr. Why we say Friday? The Hadith Mustafa Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu who visit the grave of both his parents or one of them on a Friday he the person that son he will be forgiven and considered as a pious obedient son so this hadith is mentioned in Bayhaqi Mishkat Sharif our mothers are buried there say the Aisha say the Hafsa say the Zainab so like that we find many wives of Nabi Ali Salam in fact all the wives besides say the Khadija and I was buried there in Mu'allah and Sayyidah Maimuna radiallahu anha that is buried there you know outside Makkah Mukarramah so we find that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam other wives they all are buried there in Madinah Munawwara so that is how you must remember that Nabi we go and offer salams to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa honorable consorts and our mothers they are Quran says waswaju ummahatum Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa daughters are buried there all four Sayyida Fatima Sayyida Ruqayya Sayyida Uzaynab Sayyida Umm Kulthum radiallahu anun the son of Nabi alayhi salam is buried there you know Hazrat Ibrahim, the son of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and we find that uh, Sayyidina Usman the third Khalif, radiallahu anhu, is buried there. So, mashallah, that great, great, honorable personalities. So, we make dua for all of them and inshallah, one day maybe, with Allah's help and mercy, we also get buried there. up Salah in Masjid Kuba, what's the virtues? Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to go to Kuba normally on a Saturday. You can go any day, sometime Martian walking, sometime Rakiban, you know, on a mode of transport, for example, now in a bus or taxi or whatever you. So both ways is permissible and sunnah. So Martian or Rakiban, both is mentioned and Bukhari also. And Saturday is the best day, but any day you can go. So when you enter Masjid Quba, you will see the ayat written there on the wall. The Masjidun Ussisa ala taqwa min awwal yawmina haqwan taquma fi. This was the first masjid to be built when Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa entered Madinah Munawwara. And thereafter, we find Masjid Nabawi was built. Secondly, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa said regarding Masjid Quba, man tatahara min baytihi, whosoever makes, you know, who from his house thumma ata masjidatu quba and then you come to masjid quba fasalla fihi rakatain and you read two rakat salat there kana lahu ka ajri umrah you get the reward of one umrah the hadith authentic in ibn majah so therefore you read two rakat salat one umrah another two rakat salat another umrah so imagine these are the four most important masajid in the whole world first masjidul haram in makkah mukarramah second al masjidul nabawi in madina and third, Al Majid Al Aqsa in Al Quds, Jerusalem, Palestine, and fourth, Al Majid Al Quba, and that is just there outside, you know, on the outskirts of Medina Munawwara. So it shows that these four masajid are the most significant. Thereafter, all the masajid in the world are on par as far as reward goes. Well, what's the virtues of Jabal Uhud? 
regarding Jabal Uhud, it has great, great virtues. For example, in Bukhari and Muslim and various ahadith kitabs, you'll find Nabi alayhi salatu salam said, Jabal Uhudin yuhibbuna wa nuhibbuhu. It is that mountain that we love it and it loves us. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi used to go there occasionally and make dua for the shuhada of Uhud. We know in the third year of the Hijrah, the month of Shawwal, Sayyidina Hamza radiallahu an, Musab ibn Umair, 70 Sahaba were made shaheed and gave their life there. They are buried there as well. So that's why we go there to make dua for them. Allah elevate their rank and status. We can never forget their contribution towards Islam. And similarly, we should also know that, you know, it's a mountain which Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa spoke about and said it loves us and we love it. So therefore, to go to Majid Quba, to go to Majid to Jabal Uhud, and to for the men only to go to Baqi, that all the ulama agree one should do that. Which other places should one visit while staying in Medina? There are many places one should visit, mashallah, in Medina Munawwara. I'll just give you a list of five now because people, you know, sometimes you give big lists, then they forget everything. Number one, Majid Qiblatain. You know that the Qibla was Majid Al-Aqsa, but after 16, 17 months, like 16 and a half months, so therefore the Hadith in Bukhari says 16, 17 months. So there we find Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Sahaba were reading Salat. Some people say Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was there. Some ulama say the Sahaba were there. But be that as it may, two rakahs they read towards, you know, Majid Al-Aqsa, and the ayat got revealed, فَوَلِّ وَجَكَ Majid al-Haram Turn your faces towards the Baytullah, the Kaaba Musharrafah and that in Salat they did therefore Majid Qiblatain so today it is not permissible to read Salat in the direction of Majid al-Aqsa we must read in the direction of the Kaaba Musharrafah, the Baytullah so go to that Majid that's one. Second place you should try and go is that go to the date market Tamar, you know so there you will find more than 50 40, 50 different types of dates, mashallah, and you know the best dates to buy in Medina Munawwara or anywhere else, but you get them in Medina, the Ajwa date and the Barni date and the Ithmid you should buy Ithmid is the Surma, the antimony, and so the the Kuhul for the eyes that is so for the shopping, Ajwa A for Ajwa and B for Barni, that is the dates and Ithmid the Surma, so the Kuhul, the antimony, so that's you apply and put in the eyes and that is another thing third place you should try and visit day in Medina Munawwara is the Mujamma Malik Fahad and this is where all the Quran Sharifs are printed you find in the Haramain Sharifain but normally they are strict they don't allow ladies there inside for obvious reasons they are menses and so forth but the men you go inside it's a fascinating place to visit another important place you can visit is there in Medina Munawwara the Hadika, the farm that the Hadika, you know you go to the date farms one one three date three per year gives hundred kilos and produces hundred kilos of dates imagine it is semi-desert but the dua of nabi muhammad and if you have time then you can go with a taxi or a bus you know depending how big the group is you go to wadi Beida. wadi Beida is a proper name it's about 35 40 45 minutes out of medina what people call wadi a jinn there's no reward 
but the good experience, then there it is a decline. The road goes downhill, but you will see the bus or the car going backwards. So the people say the jinnats are pushing it back. There's not the jinnat, remember. It is just that the water or something there, magnet and so forth, that is why it's coming backwards. But it's a nice experience to go there. And nearby there you will find the camels. So normally we go there and drink camel milk also. So these are the important places you should try and visit there in Medina Munawara. Likewise, the museum you should try and go to. The museum is there in Dawoodiya. And I see from now this year they are charging 5 riyals or 10 riyals per person. It was always free. But now, mashallah, I see they are also charging. So you can go and visit it there. It is in the basement and very, very interesting place to visit. Shukran Mufsab, and there they wraps up the ziyarat of Medina and visiting Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa grave, etc. And performing Salah in Nabawi as well. If you want to take a re-listen to this uh, episode or this podcast, you can go to our website. Take care. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.